your glory. To somebody who may not understand why we get excited about the blood. There's <laughs> somebody that cannot connect the dots. The book of Colossians says that it was on the cross where Jesus dealt with the ordinances or the laws that was against us and condemned us and it said because Jesus was sinless and should not have died when he allowed himself to die he died for you and all so watch it so the ordinances that was against us was nailed to him it being nailed to him acquitted us Hold on, let me, let me go step, step. It goes on to say that at the cross, Jesus defeated Satan and all his demons because they caused us to be in the same condemnation that they were in by sin, but by the cross, by his blood, you and I have been justified. Are you under the blood? Wait a minute, this Sunday morning, this Sunday morning, death that was a penalty for sin, Jesus got up, conquering death. When he got up, we got up because we are now in Jesus Christ, so victory is ours. Why not celebrate the blood? Why not celebrate the cross? Because by the cross, he won our victory. Somebody else say hallelujah. We can really go home now, but I guess I better preach. We are continuing our series. We are in the war of all wars. We're on the seventh sermon of this series. It is spiritual kingdom strategies of how to walk in victory. No matter how bad it may look, God has given us principles and precepts that if we walk in them, in spite of how the world is, is, is going crazy, you can still be blessed. You can still have favor. He gave us biblical instructions so that you can walk in the favor and the blessings of God. Don't mean you won't be tested. That does not mean that things won't go bad for you. What it means is that, that, that in spite of everything else, God got your back. Hallelujah. You, you don't have to go crazy like everybody else. The peace of God, the, the presence of God, the guidance of God, the prompting of God is ours. Hallelujah. But watch this, but you got to step into it. So the question I've been attempting to answer for the last two, three sermons is how did we get in this mess anyhow? 
why all of this? Allow me to sit in it. Allow me to take my time because unless you understand how we got here, what is happening in the world doesn't make sense when God is all powerful and God is all loving. It seems like that God has forgotten about us. But once you see the story, you begin to see this is part of the process. Part of the process. Let's pray. Father, even now, hmm, move Tracy out the way and allow me to speak only what you want me to speak. Allow me to take my time and explain. Father, open up our ears. Open up our spiritual eyes. Open up our spiritual mind that we may begin to connect the dots for many of the questions that we have. Lord, even now, have your way. Lord, even now, have your way. You don't have to stand. I'm just going to read Ephesians where we're coming from that talks about we are in warfare, but we have been equipped. Soundly, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Notice it has nothing to do with us. It, it, it's, not, it's not our strength. It, it's not our might. It's his. He has provided himself as our covering. Many of us is too strong. I'm, I'm learning that, that when, when we acknowledge our weakness, that is when we can take on his strength. As long as you are strong in yourself, as long as you are capable, as long as you are able, as long as it's your human effort, God stands back and says, do it then. You don't need me. But when you embrace the fact we can't, that we don't know, <laughs> that it won't be by our ability my God, you, you're fighting spiritual forces that you can't even see. So how can you fight that? You're fighting demons that got your number. How can you win that? You're fighting an enemy that is hell-bent on you going to hell. Or to impede you from being what God has called you to be. Lord, open up our eyes. Lord, help us to see and understand. Help us to lift up our eyes that we, that we may see that this cosmic spiritual battle is bigger than what our eyes can even begin to understand. Put on, look, 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 we have a, we have, we, we, we participate by putting on what God has provided. 
put on the whole armor. And, and let me, that you may, and what it's saying is, is that the, the only way you're going to be able to stand is if you put on the whole armor. <laughs> the only way you're going to be able to win is if you put on the whole armor God has provided. That you may be able, what's it, to stand, I mean, hold your ground. Not back up. You know, your, your, what, what he is after is your faith. You may come to church, but that don't mean you standing. You may watch me every Sunday and other, but that don't mean you're really standing. Standing is, are you applying biblical principles in every area of your life? How's your talk outside of church? How's your, how's your, how's your lifestyle outside of church? What is it? In what area has Satan got our numbers? And, and, and truthfully, many of us have given up. Let me move on, because I, I don't want to labor this. It's a, then guess what? Wild me method. Strategies. It, it is not, it is not, it, the Bengals going to play tonight. And the coach has written out a game plan against the team that they're going to play. They have scouted out the strength and weaknesses of the other team. They have adopted defensive schemes and offensive plays against the Ravens according to their weaknesses and strengths. If they got a top cornerback that guards the receiver, they probably won't throw to him because he's a bad boy. But, but if they got a weak rookie, they, they, they're going to throw the ball. They're going to send their best receiver, Chase, that way so that he can catch the ball and win. Hold on. If we do that in football games, <laughs> if we do that for, uh, I'm going to hurt somebody feeling, for a game that really doesn't matter. <laughs> Don't get mad. They're not paying you out there on the field. You sitting in here. <laughs> more Satan who motive is hatred is he scheming against you until we understand that this is the battle to impede us from becoming what God has created us to be we keep on falling we keep on never experiencing Never tasting more. I last week I, I, I left off with taste and see that the Lord is good. And that taste means that God has given you something to taste of him. You can't taste if something's not there. If somebody wants you to taste 
their, their, their concoction, their, their, their this. They have to set it before you, give you a spoon or fork so that you can go through the process of don't, don't chew with your mouth open like I did. <laughs> I'm just doing that to illustrate. <laughs> but, but there is a setting before you and making available what they have for you. It's Psalms 34. Taste. So, so God tells us, I have given every individual, so I have set something before them for them to taste. Now watch this. If I don't taste, it's not God's fault. I'm already off that. You can go. I'm already off that. I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm into the sermon. What have God laid before you and because of your non-response, You're stuck. Tennis is a two-person game, sometimes a, a four-person game. And Venus just retired, and you know she's the best that there ever was, and all of that. But in tennis, you hit the ball if the people, if the person on the, on the side don't hit it back. Game over. You know why some of us are stuck? God has laid it, God has prepared it, but we refuse to respond to taste. And even though you're going through the motion of church, you're not seeing him. You're not experiencing him. You may have religion, but you don't have Jesus. Religion got to get past the formality, what we do, what we bring to the table, and it's, and it's God's table. It's what he has brought to the table. It says taste and, and see, and the word see in Greek means experience. There, 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 there's, a, there's a reciprocal nation. God placed it, we taste it, there is a all moment. There is, there is, ooh. It's a seeing him, a perceiving him. That the Lord, watch this, he is good. No, 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 listen. Not what happens, not your condition. He is, it's personal relationship. Even if he don't change your circumstances, that in the midst of it, you recognize that God is good. How can I say this? God won't move us until we see him. The, the greatest thing God wants us to do is not act, but know him. The very reason why God could bring up Job to Satan, because he knew Job knew him. Yeah. 
He knows the depth and the level of God knowing him to pass the trouble that God, that the devil was going to bring him. Uh, let me, God, God says to you knowing him is your knowing of, you knowing him surpasses the trouble you're going through? Because if the knowing him does not surpass the trouble that comes our way, after the trouble, we would doubt him. May I say to you, because we've been dealing with Matthew 24, and for, 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 for Bible scholars, for Bible theologians, I know Matthew 24 is the time of tribulation, and we're not in tribulation, but we're in the shadow of it. <laughs> let, let me explain shadow. Right now, because the lights are beaming this way, my shadow is right there. Now, that's not me, but it's the shadow of me. You got a shadow too. If the light hit you just right, you would cast a shadow. No, I said, it's not the real thing, but it's a shadow of the real thing, letting you know the real thing is on its way. No, this isn't tribulation, but we're so close. I believe God in his grace, God in his love is casting a shadow of what he said was going to come. Many other religions are going to come and many are going to be deceived. Have you ever seen, because it goes on to say earthquakes, have you ever seen weather like this? Guess what? Nobody else ever have either. <laughs> we better wake up. We, we better put what's happening in a biblical perspective because the Bible tells us what's happening. And if we don't know, it's because we're not listening. Never seen weather like this before. Hold on, whoever thought that a pestilence would shut down the whole world? I remember when I first saw, so I said, well, we are scientists and we're gonna solve this. And it's been three years now, it still ain't solved. Whoever thought we'd be running around like this? But in Revelation chapter 6, where it talks about the tribulation, it talks about pestilence. Pestilence is diseases that come fast, come out of nowhere, and voila. Hold on, hold on. This is just the shadow. This is not even a real thing. But you know what? People used to laugh at the Bible. They used to laugh at Revelation saying, this is crazy. Ain't nothing like this happened. Can't that do that? Can't fire be that big? Can't fire kill that man? Can't no earthquake do that? Can't the weather? 
shut our mouths. I want to get to this, it says this, it says this, and, and, and pestilence, earthquake, and, and understand. Pestilence means all diseases. A triple pandemic? Earthquake means all weather. In various places. Then it says, these things, watch this. The sorrow in the Greek gives a picture of a, of a woman in travail childbirth. He said, when you start to see this, this, this ain't it. He said, this, this isn't the baby. <laughs> he said, it's just saying, it's on its way. Then it goes down and says this, it says, and the love agape, agape, the love, not, 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 not worldly love. Agape means, and agape is the love that God has and only his children have. So it talks about, it talks about his children. So it talks about the church. It moves into the church. Because a person that no, don't know Christ don't have a agape love. They have filet love. But they don't have the divine agape love. So therefore, he says, and the agape of many will wax cold. My brother says, this, 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 in the Greek, this, 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 it, says, it evaporates. I mean, you, you got soup, and you got it too hot, and you got it on the spoon, and you, you blow on it. You allow the coolness of the air of you blowing to evaporate the heat that's on the soup. You, you, know, what, you know what is happening? He said, because of the sin that, that is abounding around us, it, in many of our faith, this is what is happening. You know, it, it's gentle breeze. Literally in the Greek, it's his gentle blowing. It literally means you don't even feel it. <laughs> it means that, that, that it is so slowly done you don't even know your love is being waxed. You think you, you think you the same you was before the pandemic started. You think you love God just the. You are you are oblivious to the fact. That you have moved back. The war of all wars. This is spiritual warfare on a high level. That's why he says in Hebrews chapter 10, he says, forsake not the assembly of yourselves, 
the cost of the day come so that you may stir each other up. You know what that means? I need some brothers and sisters to walk with me in my faith. We need each other. You ought to have somebody that you can let your hair down. And, and, and they, won't, they won't look at you funny. They won't, they, won't, they won't talk, but they will understand. There cannot be no lone rangers in the Christian race because times are getting harder. You better find somebody that will pick you up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before, before, I know what we do. I, I know what we like to do. We like to get somebody that's caught up in the same stuff we caught up in, and they make you feel good about your stuff. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about. Uh-uh. No, someone that will challenge you in your, in your walk. Someone will let you know you're wrong. Hallelujah! <laughs> Someone in love will let you know, hey, you, you, you know. Some of us won't allow nobody to approach us. If the devil's throwing all this at us, we better set up a defense. We, we better have, what, 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 what it, when we're in this together, and, and, and you're going to push me, I'm going to push you, and, and we're going we're gonna to climb this hill together, and when you're down, I'm going to pick you up. When I'm there, you're gonna pick. There, there has to be that, especially in these times. I'm giving a strategy for survival, strategy to win, strategy because, because, because my, my brother and sister, the blowing of the wind, the shaking of the foundation, the pestilence, I don't think it's getting any better. Well, somebody just said, it's going to get better. We've been waiting three years. Is it better yet? I don't know, I don't know. I, all I know is that what I see, I see the shadow. It's not the real thing, but it's the shadow of it. And, and what, what it does for me, I say, you're a bad God. <laughs> you're an awesome God. You told us in your word, and, and you actually laid it out the way you said it. And I just, worship you. I praise you. Lord, your word is awesome. Lord, thank you, Lord. It, 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 listen, listen, if this is true, then the promises are true. If the bad is true, shoot, let me get all the promises in me and let me set my eyes on him because if God is able to do that, he's able to do this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He don't tell us to look at the trouble. He 
He tells us to look at him. In, in, in Chronicle 20, Jehoshaphat, when he was besieged by an enormous amount of armies that was attacking him for no reason. Let me just say this. Trouble is God's opportunity to prove himself in your life. So instead of losing your wits, lean in even more. Listen, lean in means, okay, I got to pray more. I got I, I, I to gotta, I gotta read more. I got to look to him more. I got to wait on him more because I know that God allowed this to come my way in order to put me in position. God is shaking some of us in order to shake us in position. My question is, are you in alignment for your blessing? Hold on, hold on, hold on. God, 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 just, God, God is, I'm hearing, I'm hearing voices of, of people thinking, and when I, when I just heard somebody say, well, I'm going to heaven anyway. Yeah, if you know Jesus, you're going to heaven, but don't you want to be blessed? So don't, don't you want the best that God has for you? Don't you want to fulfill your purpose? Don't you want to be what God wants you to be instead of you being what you want to be? Listen, listen, at some point, we got to get past salvation and get into purpose. At, at some point, we got to get past the point of just being saved, but walking in his favor, walking in his blessing. Listen, knowing him. Spiritual growth means the knowledge, my experience of him last year is elementary to what I know this year. I'm more in all of him this year than I was last year. Matter of fact, he, he's adding new nuances to what I thought I knew. And I realized what I thought I knew, I didn't know nothing. Our Heavenly Father wants to share his heart with us. But in order for him to share his heart with us, he has to have our heart. Where's our heart? Are we so bent on being who we are? We're going to miss the greatest blessing. One of the things I, I see in scripture more and more is this, as I read, is that God will only come so far and then you have to turn his way. <laughs> Here Moses is tending the sheep and he keep on seeing this burning bush. <laughs> A burning bush that don't burn up. He goes to his wife and said, here, take the sheep and put them up. I'm going to go up yonder. That's country talk. <laughs> I'm going to go up yonder 
and see this sight. I'm going to turn aside. But that means I'm going to turn from the way I'm going. I'm going to intentionally turn to see what that is. I think it's calling me. It's drawing me. I'm not going to shake it off. Whether you know it or not, God is calling all of us. And he's called us from where we are to where he created us to be. And watch this. You do it by choice. He won't force you. He will lay it before you. But he's drawing our attention to look and step into his way. Moses, turn aside. The disciples are rolling in the middle of the sea, and they're rolling. It's midnight, it's dark, and, 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 and Jesus walked as though he's going to walk by until they looked up and screamed. Joshua is walking around the walls of Jericho survey, and he sees this decked out soldier. And Joshua don't even take out his sword because he said, I hope he's with us. And he walks up to him and said, are you with them or with us? He said, neither. I'm the captain of the Lord's army. I am here. Take off your shoes because you're standing on holy ground. It was a pre-incarnated Christ. He comes right where we are, but you better acknowledge that he's there. You got to turn aside. You got to be looking for You got to be waiting. You got to have an expectation. God is always with his children. Hebrews chapter 13, he said, I will never leave you, not forsake you. I will never leave you alone. I am with you. You ought to say boldly and confidently, whom shall I fear? For the Lord is with me. Take your eyes off of this. Sometimes you got to close your eyes to people you love. Sometimes you got to close your ears to the chatter around you. It's a personal walk. And if, and if they don't want to go with you, you go by yourself. Listen, listen, listen. His call on you is for you. And if other people don't understand what God's doing with you, pray for them. Thank you, sister. Pray for them. You must be there. Pray for them. Don't get mad. Don't let them move. Don't let them move you in, the, in being mad. Don't let them move you in the bitterness. You, you let that stuff go and pray for them. 
Some of us are carrying too much junk to go where God is calling us. Bitterness got to go. Unforgiveness got to go. Anger got to go. Some of us too angry to move forward. And it's moving us back. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If things going to get worse, I want to be as close as I possibly can up under the shadow of his wings. You know what's so amazing is that he allows us to come. What's so amazing is he loves us like that in spite of us. <laughs> God is not a God of angry at his children. He's a God of love. Look at Jesus. Here in Jerusalem, and they are pouring out water at the pool of Siloam. They are doing the feast of asking God to provide water for their harvest. So they are pouring it out. The priests are pouring it out. And, and, and Jesus gets filled up because he is the living water. <laughs> Here they are pouring out water and they won't come to the living water. And his heart seems to break. He, he sees their, their spiritual condition. He sees that they're looking every place else but to him. He sees that their souls is broken, and he's the one who has the answer. He said, oh, Jerusalem, oh, Jerusalem, I, I want to gather you up under my wings like a mother hen, gather her chicks, but you won't come. He says, he says, he says, he says, I'm open, I'm calling, I'm here, I'm present. I done shown myself, I've laid it out for you to taste, and you? I wonder, I just wonder. How much he's been knocking at our hearts. I wonder, I wonder, is this shadow a calling to us to draw closer? Am I questioning that are we listening? Hold on, hold on, hold on. He he says, he says, he says, F Revelation chapter three. He says. I'm standing at the door of your heart knocking. If you let me in. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He's talking to the church. He's talking to the church of Laodicea who thought they had it going on. <laughs> and he said, if you let me in, I will come in. And he said, I mean, I will eat with you. 
I will talk with you. Eating together in, in, in Arab, in Israel, especially in that time, was a thing that you do with intimate friendship. Intimate as though heart to heart. I will share my heart with you. You share your heart with me because we are in this together. So Lord, if I get sick, I'm with you. Lord, even if it's cancer, I got you. Lord, finances looking funny, I'm with you. Lord, the pressure that we're going through, I got you. Let's go back to the hen and the chicks. Why does the hen want to cover her chicks with the wings? Why, why do you use that illustration? The illustration is my wings are covering you. And you hear the heartbeat of my heart as I draw you closer. Because if you can hear my heart, you won't worry about nothing else. When we are overly frustrated, overly concerned about anything, we're too far from his heart. When we lean into his heart, there's a peace, there's, a, there's an assurance, there's a calmness that comes from the presence of the Holy Spirit who is in us that will bubble up, up through us that will let you know that God is for you. And if God is for you, he's more than the whole world against you. When, when, when we really lean in, we see him. And when you see him, he's bigger than anything else. Oh, I don't know if you know this or not. Our God is a big God. Our God is a mighty God. Have you have not heard? Do you not know that our God is God? And that we are his children? And that he is for us? Hold up, let me tell somebody. He will fight your battle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He'll step in right on time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know how he does it, but God will speak peace. And if he speaks peace, everything else doesn't matter. My brother and sister, he's real. Even in these times, he's real. So I know what I'm going to do. I'm leaning in. Yes, yes, yes. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm running up under his. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to press my ear 
to his heart. I know what everybody else is saying. They talking smack. <laughs> but I got to hear what the Lord is saying. Is anybody else going to lean in? Listen, if he's leaning our way, we ought to lean his way. Amen? Is there anybody else pressing in? Is there anybody else calling his name? Is there anybody else that trusts in the name of Jesus? Is there anybody else that's covered by the blood? Is there anybody else that said he's mine and I'm his? We are in a win-win situation. Why you say that? He promised. He promised. He promised. He promised. To those that are listening, I hope you know Jesus. In the house, I hope you know Jesus. I got ministers here that we're standing out.